0: You're listening to the Communicate with Confidence Podcast with me, your host, Luke Maxwell. This podcast is dedicated to helping you build your confidence, increase your communication skills, and implement some practical business strategies to wrap it all together. In this episode number 41, we're discussing something that I've been I've been wanting to talk about for a long time and just haven't. That is going on dates. Being confident. Now, I figure the easiest way to go about this, because this is obviously a huge subject. And of course, I'm going to do more podcast episodes in the future about this. But I kind of wanted to correct mistakes I've seen, correct mistakes that I've made, and go over some things that have really impressed me overall. Um, I'm kind of going to stay focused on actually the in-person part of the date, like going on a date with somebody. Just for right now, we can go over everything else later. But just for right now, going on a date with someone, or maybe talking, or maybe just hanging out with someone. It doesn't have to be an official date, but maybe just you're at a party, you want to talk to somebody because you think they're attractive, and you want to maybe um, get their number, go on a date with them, whatever. I don't know. I guess it depends on your age. I guess it really, really changes if you're 15 or if you're 50, (laughs) how you go about the whole dating process. But let's start just, I figure the easiest way is just to start with um, go throughout my levels of confidence. So physical, verbal, and then interior. Because all of those come into play when it comes to dating, or like I said, you know, hanging out, we're not technically dating, I don't uh, whatever, right? Whether you're just hanging out with somebody who you find attractive. The first thing is physical confidence. Now, when I talked about physical confidence in the past usually what I'm focusing on is more in a professional setting where you're sitting straight up you're keeping your movements controlled you have a very um, commanding features because when you're doing you know business you want to be friendly of course I'm not saying don't be but when it comes to confidence you want to portray yourself as a leader you want to portray yourself as the expert when you're doing business or whether when you're on stage. When it comes to interpersonal relationships, of course, we want to be a little bit more casual about this. This is a mistake that I tend to make because I'm just I'm constantly in business interactions. I've built up habits in that. So when I go out like even just yesterday, I was hanging out with some friends and I had to kind of remind myself, "Oh wait, wait okay, relax a little bit, you know, sit differently, just just relax your Features don't focus too much on domineering and commanding and becoming and being portrayed or being seen as an expert so it's that kind of thought process if you spend a lot of time you know perfecting your business confidence right let's say then um, this is something you probably want to just keep in mind but if you're like most people um, you have a good idea of confidence you probably implement um, some features of it but I want today to wrap it all together to kind of give you a step-by-step-by-step, a checklist, if you will. So we're gonna start, like I said, with physical confidence. The first thing to remember is that while yes, your features should be relaxed, right? Physically, you should give an aura of relaxation because you want the other person to be relaxed in your presence. You don't want it to be stiff and uncomfortable, and body language has a lot to do with that, surprisingly. Because usually when we think of of a conversation that's just stiff and unnatural we think only of the words that are being said but the body language actually has a lot to do with it as well you want to draw people in in your conversation your tone but also in your body language you want people to feel comfortable around you and of course like even just with friends or anybody, you want people to feel comfortable around you. Um, but especially when you're talking about actually dating. So yes, be relaxed, but don't forget that even though you're relaxed, don't don't hunch over, don't slouch. Like keep a When I sit, um, and you can see, I'm gonna post a video to um, to my to my Instagram and Facebook page to actually demonstrate this, so you can actually see this. So make sure you go to Luke D. Maxwell um, on Instagram and on Facebook and maybe Twitter. I don't know. I'm still up in arms about Twitter. I don't know Oh, what's going on with that. But So you can actually see what I'm demonstrating. I'm going to try to describe it as best as possible to you without you being able to see this. What I try to do, what I remind myself is, okay, my back is straight. I'm sitting up. But at the same time, especially, I kind of focus more in my shoulder area. I know I'm getting very... I'm getting very small, and picky with this because this is kind. This is the way that I think about it, and if this hel- and I and I'm pretty sure, and from what I've seen, the people I've coached and helped, this is a pretty good way of just kind of starting off on focusing on something to kind of check off. Okay, I'm doing it. So what I do is I sit up, and I'm doing this right now, in fact. And when I'm in a business um, interaction, usually I'm much more, a little more. St- stiff and just in my actions I'm very more constrained I don't really move my hands as much I talk slower and we'll get into that in just a second but when I'm hanging out with friends what I'll do especially I start with my shoulders is kind of just letting them letting them hang loose and then I let that in my arms now arms are it's actually a big part of actually portraying that relaxation is Having your move is not fling around in wild, you know, arm movements, but be more gradual with them. Let your, let your hands move. This, this helps a lot if you are on stage. So if you do get on stage and you speak, the habits you build up on stage with your arm movements helps a lot in this regard. But in general, keep them confined to your space, but let them move freely within that space. I think that's a bet. That's really the best way to think about it. So, right. Our movements contained within that space, shoulders are relaxed. Make sure you're smiling um, and make sure you th- if you if maybe if you're having a hard time smiling, maybe it's uncomfortable. I don't know. Like the, whatever the situation you're in, maybe it's just weird, uncomfortable. Maybe you haven't dated in a long time. I don't know. I don't. Uh, make sure if even if you can't maybe get a genuine smile just from hanging out with the person, think of something funny. Think of, you know, a funny video that you watched recently or, you know, some a joke that made you laugh. Just let a natural, um, genuine smile show because people can tell when your smiles aren't real. Like that's just something that humans are very good at doing no matter how good you are at faking it. So a genuine smile will always win over a fake smile. And then when it comes to I'm just and then when it comes to your legs, I mean it's there's not a whole lot you can do with that, you know, just sit up, you know, keep them supported. Um, they're not yeah, there's not really a whole lot you can do that. But that's kind of like if I went over your whole body, that's kind of where I'm going with this. And I forgot to mention at the beginning, but guys and girls, it's really the same thing. There's not a whole lot of difference when it comes to guys and girls. When it comes to holding yourself, um, like my business partner, um, I we 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 both. Um, well, we've both, you know, corrected each other's mistakes when it comes to, you know, physical confidence and carrying yourself, but we carry ourselves in very similar ways. And she's a girl and I'm a guy. And so there's some small differences, but in reality, I wouldn't focus too much on that and worry so much about that is carrying yourself like a woman or carrying yourself like a man. Like, like that doesn't really exist. Carry yourself like a confident human being. Like, that's really the way to go about this. Because then you're comparing yourself to other women or other men, and then you're confused, and, and I don't, and it just gets, it it's just, it doesn't work. So instead, look at yourself and go, okay, being, the main being, the being big thing for me is, am I sitting up straight? Am I not slouching? Because slouching right there, it just It just kills everything, your body movements, your language, your interior, like your back is weirdly connected to a lot of different things. And so that's like a big part when it comes to physical confidence. Um, And also like I had um, my last podcast was about fashion. If you haven't listened to that, listen to it now. Um, Well, after this episode, because that has to do with physical confidence as well. I'm not going to repeat everything that I said there, but in the gist of it, wear things that match, wear things that are, you know, somewhat that are that are nice. That look, make it look like you put a little bit of effort into it, at least at least some effort into it. Like you chose something instead of just grabbing something off of of your, of a hanger. Make it look like you actually chose something. And you chose another thing that will impress and especially for my guys out there. I know that this is something that I've been doing for a while. And this is something that people always notice is the way I dress. And so that's, I'm not going to harp too much on the physical confidence there. But when it comes to verbal confidence, now this is a big thing. And I'm going to, it's going to bleed into, into your confidence a little bit. But the big thing within verbal confidence, staying within there, is making sure you're projecting, you are enunciating, You're speaking clearly to the other person so that way they can hear you. The best way to ever practice this, and I've said this before on the podcast, is open your mouth and exaggerate your mouth movements when you're alone, not when you're with people. And just get in the habit of doing that so that way when you're actually speaking, you're, you're actually opening your mouth more than you used to be if you have a problem with mumbling. This is the thing that cured my mumbling. It's just exaggerating my mouth movements. I'm doing this right now. I'm exaggerating my mouth movements. And then when I go back to just talking, I am talking. My mouth is open wider than it was. So we don't want to mumble. Mumbling is it doesn't when you see someone who's mumbling, you don't get the impression that they're confident in what they have to say. So say what you're going to say. Do not trail off. Okay, this is the other thing, another checklist. Do not trail off. Don't go, yeah, and okay, yeah, and, um, yeah, that that's just so bad. And I'll admit, I'm still guilty of doing this because I'll be saying something, especially like in um a group setting. I'll be in a group setting and I'll say something and I realize nobody's listening because they're all listening to this one other person who started talking. And then I just kind of trail off. It's like, okay. And so the one thing that I've done is there's two ways to really cure that. Like that situation is just cutting yourself short and being like, blah, blah, blah. And say what you're going to say, but like end it. Right when you notice nobody's paying attention. Um, the other way is just to say what you're going to say try to meet someone in the eye like get someone if you really want to say something but in general don't like if someone else is talking don't interrupt and try to say what you're going to say like what you have to say is not that important in order to interrupt and make people go what are you doing he's this person's talking so that those are the two main things sticking with a verbal confidence is enunciate project make sure the other person can hear you and hear what you're saying. Um, without being like, and, and keep your, and, and, and there's no better way to say this and keep your flow casual. Like there's no, there's no mathematical way. I mean, I'm sure there is, I'm not, I haven't bothered to find it or because it wouldn't be effective in actually teaching people. Um, but in general, like keep your flow casual. So I'm just going to exhibit something. I'm just going to exhibit the best way I've ever done. I've learned how to do this is just to exhibit it. So let's say I'm up on stage. This is maybe how I would say something, is and then and if I'm just say I'm telling a story, and I would go something along the lines of and then I walked up the steps and, to my left I saw. This person, who I hadn't seen in ten years, that's how I'd say it from the stage. If I was in a professional setting. I would maybe say something like, yeah, I walked up the steps and I saw that other person who I hadn't seen in 10 years. Can you believe that? And then if I'm with a friend or on a date, I'll say something along the lines of, oh, yeah, then I walked up the steps, I turned around, and then I saw that person who I hadn't seen in 10 years. Isn't that weird? See how the tone radically changed. Did you, like, did you, you could feel that, right? Right. And so that's the best way for me to display that is that there are different ways of telling stories, there are different ways of talking, the intonation, the speed, the pauses. When you're speaking one-on-one with someone, you don't pause like that. But when you're on stage, you pause because it lets the collective breathe, feel the energy that's there, feel the silence. everyone's hanging on your breath, and then you speak. Whereas with you're in a business setting, you're much more crisp and you're much more to the point and you say what you're going to say. And when you're with a casual setting, you're talking to them. You're just having a conversation. You're just talking with them one on one. Right. The tone. There's no stakes writing on the tone. That's kind of where I'm going. I've never actually phrased it like that. That's an interesting way of phrasing it. But, yeah, there's really no stakes writing on it. That's how you should be phrasing it. Very casual, very loose. Now, this is the part that kind of plays into verbal confidence, into, sorry, interior confidence. I'm going to kind of transition here is that you can be afraid, and we all are. We're all afraid to say certain things. We're all afraid we don't know what to say to a question, to someone says something we don't know how to respond. Like everybody faces those questions. I do every day is, oh, how do I respond to this? How do I say this? I'm trying to say this, but I don't really know the best way to phrase it. Like everybody does that. So don't worry about it. The other person sitting across from you is doing the exact same thing. So this bleeds into your confidence because this comes from within you, in your speech. And and of course, like I've said before, if you listen to any of my podcasts about confidence, is they all bleed together. The reason I break them up like this is just to make it simpler and easier to work on one area, then work on another one, then work on another one, then work on another one. That's why I break it up. It makes it simpler to actually improve. And it's simpler to actually focus on something. I'm all about focusing on one thing at a time. So this comes within in. and the the thing is when it comes to dating there are a couple things that can happen one is that you can feel like oh wow this this person is so much better than me or this person like I'm not maybe I'm not good for this person and maybe this isn't the most common thing but I've definitely seen it and and with people I've coached with people I've helped like this is a thing that exists you might feel this when you've been on dates you probably have you probably have it's not the most common feeling in the world when it comes to confidence, but it is definitely up there. And maybe you haven't. In that case, you know, eventually you will. I mean, or maybe. I don't know. You probably will eventually. Anyway, that's not... I'm, why am I focusing on that? Like I said, I'm all about focus. problem is sometimes I focus on the wrong thing, and then we get sidetracked like this. But it comes with, um, in general, holding yourself and realizing in yourself that you... Don't require this person in your life to be happy. And this can be a really tough thing to overcome. And I'm not saying you're weak if you can't do this. I'm not saying that you're like, you're totally messed up if you can't, if you're, if you have a hard time feeling this. Like, that's not at all. But it's a really, and well, there's, a, there's a lot of reasons why it's important. One is because you'll come off as desperate and needy if you feel that way. If you feel like I need this person, or, I need a relationship, or, I need somebody in my life in order to be happy. Number two, it comes from a more telling problem is, is that if you can't be happy with yourself, who you are, you need someone else to either reassure you or make you feel happy, like having the emotion of happiness, not the state of being of happiness, of contentness. And that's telling of a deeper emotional problem. And I am very, very well-versed when it comes to mental health. And I see this all the time. This is so common in someone needing someone else to make them happy. Because whether it's it's a relationship or whether it's a friend or whether it's a family member, is that they can latch on to someone and say... Well, I'm only happy when I'm around you because you give me a burst of dopamine. You make me feel like, I'm more, like I have worth. And that's just telling of a deeper problem. So my advice to you in this is that if you are going on these dates in order to feel better about yourself, to, to date somebody just so that way you can be happy, that's not going to end well. Your confidence is not going to be built. It's only going to be broken down. Real confidence is being confident in yourself. And that's why I leave interior for last also. Because it's difficult. And know what? It's difficult. And I haven't perfected this. Nobody's perfected this. I'm not up here saying on my golden throne saying that I have perfected this. I can, I'm only ha- I'm always happy when I'm with myself. Like, I'm not, I don't always have the feeling of happiness. Nobody does. Life would be, life, that's, at, that's a medical, mental illness called mania. Where you feel so incredibly happy, it's dangerous. Life is about ebbs and flows. And the same thing is with confidence. Am I content with my life? Yes, I could say for the most part, most of the time I am content, but I had to grow to be there, I had to develop, I had to learn and I had to practice all of this. So I'm here to help you get to that point without enduring all those years, literally a decade of trying to figure all of this out and failing time after time after time again. So just to wrap it up, Physical confidence, keep that back straight and let yourself relax in order to let the other person relax and find you more attractive. Like, let's just be honest. And then when it comes to verbal confidence, commit to what you're saying. Um, grow that, you know, casual tone. But at the same time, don't forget to project good enunciate. And when it comes to interior confidence, be calm. you have to... in, in in, in the least amount of words possible, you have to be confident within yourself if you really want to portray yourself as confident on a date and you actually want to be confident. Dating to build confidence is not a good thing and um, having a relationship where you need the other person in order to feel confident or to feel happy is not definitely not beneficial for you as a human being but definitely detrimental to your confidence in general. Ooh, I have probably said the word confidence a million times this time <laughs> um, for this episode, but thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Communicate with Confidence podcast. There's another one. You can find show notes and more at lutymaxwell.com slash podcast. Like I said, I'll have a video up on Instagram. I'll, I'll put it, I'll think, yeah, I'll embed it in the... In the show notes so you can actually watch it and see exactly what i'm talking about when it comes to the physical part of confidence because it can be hard to visualize over the air (laughs) listening to someone if you're a visual learner like i am i definitely prefer to watch um people and learn than listen to them i hope you have a great rest of your day i'm on a more consistent um posting schedule so right now the posting schedule is Mondays Wednesdays and Saturdays. I pretty ha- I have a pretty consistent um, just uh, format and structure of my day now. So as far as I can see this will keep up unless everything goes haywire which life does. I have a bunch of cool stuff coming out which I'll talk about more in the future. but in the meantime remember to stay on the positive side of things.